I am showing the fuck up to reclaim my body, to heal, to cleanse those old stories and write new ones of strength, power, and pride in being exactly who the fuck I am. And I don't care who sees. In fact, watch me. Hey there, this is Pussy Empowered Podcast, and I'm your host, Alyssa Aparicio. I'm equal parts Bronx bitch and mountain witch. I believe that when you untame your pussy, you access your power. As the CEO of Pussy Empowered, I hold space for women to do this with a holistic approach that incorporates mind, body, emotion, and spirit. As an erotic performer and choreographer, I surrender to new heights of embodied, expressed art and performance. On this podcast, I share about my approach to pussy power and interview fellow paradigm-shifting badasses about theirs. This episode is about performance and power. What is the relationship between performance and power? In my experience, it has been intricately intertwined. It's no surprise, though, since performance has been a part of my journey since I began performing ballet before I even hit three years old. I can't say that performance is inherently empowering in and of itself, and not every empowered person has the desire to perform, of course, but when we're talking about pussy power, I do believe the experience of and relationship with performance can be an exercise and tool for empowerment, especially when met with intention. So how is performance in conversation with pussy power? I'm going to draw on a few of the pillars of my pussy empowered framework, personal experience, and the experiences of peers and clients to bring this topic to life. The most important and obvious element of my Pussy Empower framework to discuss is parading your power. And if you're not familiar with my approach, episode two of Pussy Empowered Podcast is where I give a breakdown of all nine elements. When I teach around this topic, what I'm addressing really is taking up space proudly, allowing ourselves to be seen. There are so many ways we learn about taking up space in a negative light. We learn that it's dangerous, that it makes others uncomfortable, that it says something about our character to allow ourselves to be seen. We're called hams and attention whores. I know I was called these things. And when we allow ourselves to be seen as sexual beings, all this negativity is substantially amplified. And not going to lie, some of the danger in being seen can be real, but it's dangerous out here whether we choose to be seen or not. So personally, I'd rather choose any danger associated with my being in alignment and doing what I love. I also believe in the power of boundaries and self-defense and don't undermine that in the meantime. As you know, I'm very passionate about creating spaces where we feel comfortable and supported and safe to allow ourselves to explore our sexuality and express an expression apart from the stage or onlookers because getting comfortable with being seen in spite of all these negative messages is very powerful. I like to use the definition of power outlined by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., which I often refer to. Power is the ability to achieve purpose and affect change. And in order to achieve purpose and affect change, we often need to take up space. We need to let our truth be admitted to our own selves, revealed to our families, our communities, and beyond, depending on the scale of our intentions and desired impact. On my personal journey as a performer and as a woman in general, getting comfortable being seen has been very liberating to me. But before we continue, let's take a moment for you to personally connect. How does being seen play a role in your life? 
Are you a performer too? Is talking in front of people part of your job? Are you an artist, an activist? Being seen can bring some shadows to the surface, such as body image, insecurities, perfectionism, shame, fear, self-doubt, morality, as decided by the patriarchy, of course. But like with a pool, when the dirt comes up to the surface, it's easier to skim at the top. When we practice taking up space, we can we see what comes forward. We can practice moving with and soothing ourselves through it, whatever comes up. That way we are prepared when we go out to be seen in the real world. Because the flip side and underneath these shadows exists body love and celebration, showing up just as you are and allowing that to be enough, unapology, confidence, and creating our own moral compass. A concept that we explored in my most recent podcast conversation with Dominatrix and Money Witch, Barry Queen B. These are powerful states of being, and when we shed all the weight of these old stories, we have so much freedom and space to access our true power and authentic selves. But here's the trick. I found that when we when I'm rooted firmly in my why, the BS falls away. Some of the bullshit that powerful intention and firmly rooting in my truth has demolished within me includes the noise of 15 years of Catholic school, body dysmorphia, shame, beauty and moral standards as defined by colonization, religion, and misogyny. Again, why is it important for you to be seen and how could your why dissolve some stories that are no longer serving you? For some, it's about reclamation in the face of trauma. For some, it's about writing a new story about what it means to be a sexual being. For some, it's about body love, decolonization, defying stereotypes. For some, it's about having more fun and feeling sexy. Whatever your why, allowing it to anchor you when the waves of insecurity, shame, opinions of others come forward will reinforce your truth and strengthen your your muscle of I don't give a fuck. I truly believe that we have every right to feel free and experience pleasure in our bodies. I believe the opinions of others about my body and how I express myself cannot stop me from loving my body and expressing myself. I believe that all of these warnings and ways that we've learned to mistrust our bodies and their expression have been intentional means of disempowerment by the powers that be. Because when we do trust and love and celebrate our bodies, that shit is powerful and it makes it harder for us to be controlled and swayed. A recent piece by Farida D., author and activist, expresses, quote, Do you realize how many oppressive structures will crumble down if women were taught to love themselves? Or to put this differently, do you realize how many oppressive structures thrive because they rely on teaching women to hate themselves, feel insecure, inferior, and accept abuse? Patriarchy, capitalism, religion, marriage, and politics are just to name a few. A woman who loves herself first fiercely and accepts nothing less is a a terrifically terrifying being. She is a revolt and a revolution, an individual that is changing the collective. End quote. 100% Farida. Oh my gosh. Something I want to address more specifically when it comes to loving and expressing our sexual selves I often hear the argument that when we express ourselves sexually, aren't we just reinforcing patriarchal norms? Aren't we being what they call double agents for the patriarchy? In short, my answer is fuck no. 
I heard this argument a lot around the song and video WAP by Cardi and Megan and made a whole episode with my thoughts on that. I recommend giving it a listen if you're curious. I say fuck no because the most erroneous foundation of this belief comes from the misunderstanding of this pure fact. The raw materials of our bodies are ours to do what we damn well please. These raw materials have been pillaged and plundered, capitalized upon, distorted by the patriarchy. But that cannot change the fact that these bodies are ours to begin with. Always have been, always will be. And we can and should do what we want with them, including capitalize upon them if we so choose. And so now here we are with all these messages we have been inundated with about our bodies and the way we are expected to behave and look. And we're given this tangled ass mess and encouraged not to bother trying to untangle it. I see this argument shaming and paralyzing many women. This definitely confused me for a long time. How I coach my students through this double-edged sword moment is by explaining, look, realistically, we cannot start back at zero. We can't erase this, the conscious, subconscious, or generational narratives we have been fed in terms of how we are expected to express or not express our sexuality. But we can meet ourselves where we are and figure out what feels right to us. We can determine what our most authentic expression is right now. That might change from time to time or chapter to chapter of our lives, and that's okay. But we have the right to explore and express and live our damn lives along the way. If we want to experiment with sexual expression, with nudity or lingerie, or if we want to experiment with celibacy and alter egos, self, sex work, whatever it is, you're allowed to do it. And I think it's necessary for us to find our own north because based our own north based on what feels right and true to us because there is really no true right and wrong when it comes to expressing ourselves so if showing a lot of skin feels liberating for you like it does for me do it and if it doesn't don't this all draws from my approach to untaming your wild hips a reminder that we are nature an invitation to shake off and shed all the weight of these opinions we never asked for we have every right to enjoy the sensation and expression of our pussies, period. This idea of connecting to our wild side was the concept of the performance I choreographed for our last Pussy Empowered Dance performance class here in LA. And I really witnessed my clients give themselves full permission to explore this within themselves throughout class and then to be present enough to enjoy the journey of being witnessed in that exploration on stage. That was such a powerful journey to witness and hold space for, for real. When I perform, I think of the stage as a place where my intentions can be seen, amplified, and reverberate well beyond the few minutes the performance lasts. I also, I allow my intentions to root itself root themselves into my body and i imagine myself as an antenna a beacon of embodied affirmation of said intention i feel myself amplify it within blast it through my eyes hands and yes pussy i feel my feet anchored into the earth where i've planted my intentions like seeds this way of approaching my performances and even my personal embodiment practices has been totally transform has totally transformed my relationship with the stage and movement at large before 
Validation had a much larger part in my experience of performance. I craved and yearned for the stage to validate me. And when a performance wasn't met with an open-hearted audience, when I saw people on their cell phones instead of watching, when I messed up or didn't make a lot of tips, I often saw it as a reflection of my worth because my worth was tied up in the external of how people were experiencing me as I performed. Not that that's entirely erased from my experience as a performer, but now I perform predominantly for me. Also, I seek out spaces where I feel honored and truly seen for who I am and what I'm about. Spaces like the one I have created, Pussy Empowered Party, where consent, respect, pussy power are central focuses of the environment, where we are, where we are literally creating a pussy-empowered microeconomy economy where we're supporting our fellow pussy-empowered performers, entrepreneurs, and dreamers who are daring to go for it, where we are coming together to make real-ass change in real time. But when I do bear myself in front of drunk idiots at the strip club and I don't get tipped or I feel ignored while performing samba at a birthday party, I root into the same intentions and the same sense of self regardless. And it is easier to shake off a lackluster audience than it's ever been. I'm also a better performer than I've ever been because a performance that is seeped in intention, self-celebration and presence just hits different for the performer and for the audience. Plus, I feel no shame in bearing my body at all. And if I ever do feel inklings of shame rise up once in a blue moon off the stage, I recognize that shit pretty quickly and I expel it from my body, mind, and spirit compassionately. Expelliarmus. That said, I still work at the strip club. Or maybe I'll say again because I, I took a couple years off during the height of the pandemic as I dedicated all my time and energy to building this pussy-empowered business. And as you probably know by now, I'm committed to advocating for sex workers' rights. I'm passionate about dismantling horophobia and about destigmatizing sex work. I have a whole conversation series about that with at least seven conversations on my on this podcast here if you want to listen to more. Working as a stripper has been a very empowering experience for me because it has allowed me to move past my own horophobia. It has been a place where I've indulged my inner slip to explore my powers of seduction, to be comfortable bearing my skin no matter who is watching, to make some serious money. I love the bad bitch I am when I'm at the strip club, and I have learned to integrate that part of myself into my life because I didn't want her to exist just in that room. Personally, I wanted to feel whole. I know not everyone shares the sentiment, that same sentiment about their stripper persona, but that's how I feel about it. Also, it's a job. Sex work is work. Capitalism is complicated and dealing with entitled straight men can really fucking suck. (laughs) There are a lot of sweethearts too, so shout out to them. But the fact remains for me that the experience of performing as a stripper at the strip club has been an empowering part of my personal and yes, privileged journey. And I'm passionate about bringing bringing about change and justice for sex workers. Shout out to Stripper Strike No Ho who have been fighting for safer working conditions at their club in North Hollywood. I'm really inspired by the action they're taking to create real change at their club and beyond. So if you want to donate or support their action fund, head over to their Instagram at StrippersStrikeNoHo. Now, do I prefer performing at a pussy-empowered party where I am the boss, the audience is excited and tipping, and the scene has been set for respect and safety? Hell yes, I do. 
That's why I am passionate about creating this space. That's why I'm an entrepreneur because I want to be my own boss, to create spaces that do feel an integrity for women and to be part of change in how we view and experience our eroticism, regardless of gender. Also, by the way, at Pussy and Power Party, the cis straight men pay double to make up for the wage gap and orgasm gap and to remind them that, yes, they are invited, but they are not entitled to experience our liberated sexual expression, especially not for free or cheap. When we have worked so hard and invested so much into our liberation from patriarchal norms that they likely directly or indirectly contribute to on the daily. So yes, setting of a performance can greatly impact whether a performance feels empowering for any given person, myself included. But it has been so liberating for me personally to get in front of crowds of people, no matter who they are, and say, this is me. I got something I want to show off. I want to take you to my world. I'm proud to be in this body, to be a descendant of my ancestors, to shake my ass unapologetically in spite of all the generational trauma, shame, colonization, misogyny. I am showing the fuck up to reclaim my body, to heal, to cleanse those old stories and write new ones of strength, power, and pride in being exactly who the fuck I am. And I don't care who sees. In fact, watch me. So this is the process I teach my clients as we prepare for our performance in Pussy Empowered Dance Performance Class. As we practice being witnessed and liberating and loving ourselves, we are allowing our bodies to speak volumes. With our bodies, we are saying, I am here. I am that bitch. And I dare to allow you to witness me anchored into my truth, into my pleasure, joy, celebration of self. I am proud of myself. I am unashamed of my pussy. Actually, my pussy power is activated and on purpose. So now I want to bring in some other voices from clients who had the experience to share what the class and performance ignited for them. Here's Dawn on the experience in the classroom and how that translated to the stage. It just was beautiful, really, to share the space. It was sacred to share the space of opening up, sharing the vulnerability of letting your sensuality, your sexuality out through your body and however it wants to come out. I mean, to have that just safe support and love is precious. And um, that it could be translated into that party space and uh, into a stage performance environment like that it still was there it was amplified the love it just was the love in this whole party it really it was the genuine everyone there wanted to support each other in their expression knowing that each of us are like trying to bring forth our genuine more of our true self you know on stage and I feel like I got to reclaim parts of, of my true self. Mm, I love hearing that because it was truly my intention to ensure that this space I hold can feel really supportive the whole way through. It was Bree's first time performing and here's what her experience was like. And I was ready to go. I was feeling myself. I was eating up all the attention and the eye contact from the crowd. And I loved it so much. It was, it was like nothing I've ever felt before. And I felt so safe. I felt so supported and welcomed by everybody. And so, so much love too. My heart felt up, like filled up 
it's almost exploded basically exploded actually <laughs> and then after the performance i was like let's do it again i want more i want more 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 i don't know if there's such thing as like a performance performance high but i definitely felt that Oh, yes. Performance high is real. And I think Brie found a new passion for performance. Big diva energy on that stage for real. Jareth felt major transformation from the experience. Listen up. We all saw each other just step into a whole new level in our lives. Like we literally saw our full potential and like us really step into something really powerful. And like there's absolutely no going back. Like what we did together it's impossible for us to like walk backwards. So I'm just like really excited and really honored for <laughs> this experience. I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful for all of it. Ooh, when that liberation is experienced for real, you better believe there's no going back. Kim agreed that it was a life-changing experience. Honestly, oh my gosh, it's like, a, a series that's changed my life and is moving me closer in alignment to what I want for myself and my community in this world. I mean, it's not just, you know, the dancing. It's so, so, so much more than that. And I don't think people realize how important this type of work slash play is. You know, it's joyful work on ourselves and um, it's tantamount to more magic in this world and change for the better. So I want to thank you so much. I'm trying to, I'm, I cry. I've cried. I'm puffy from crying. I'm so happy. This was amazing. And I'm so looking forward to more. <sighs> Tears of joy. That really warmed my heart big time. Caroline was on the same page. It's becoming this thing where women are seeing people seeing women lit up from the inside and they're like, well, I want some of that too. And I think that empowers me to share a lot more about this experience and to not hide behind like who I think I have to be out in the world to gain respect, to gain, to have success or whatever I thought that was, is I just, I feel me, I feel empowered. I'm feeling the most in love with myself I've ever been. So I'm excited to see where else, you know, another nine weeks could possibly take me or the next nine years. Damn, that's some powerful shit right there. So honored to be able to hold such a potent space. And Moonflower, she describes how the journey itself was liberating fun. No matter what we came in the room with, how heavy our emotions were, how happy we were, how slow as molasses we felt, she just held space for us. She accepted us. She created this space where we were able to be with like-minded goddesses. And it's just so liberating to come together and have Spice Girls fun Yes, life is not all fun and games, but at every chance I get, I really, 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 really want to zig a zig. Ah. Dina, as a performer, feels like working together has really changed her relationship with performance permanently. I've been with Alyssa for many, many years, um, and Alyssa has completely shifted my world. She has completely shifted my relationships and, you know, thrust me forward into this person who never again 
would even be nervous. I'm a singer and a performer. I, I just, there's no, there's none of that in me anymore. I'm completely free and ready to take and have and enjoy and be present in what I do. Oh, that really touches my soul. Thank you, Dina, for trusting me on this journey. It's so uh, inspiring to see everything that you're claiming for yourself. Fuck yeah. And Blue Lightning, a burlesque performer herself, was feeling so activated. I just feel radicalized and fired up to continue to dismantling whorephobia, to dismantling uh, this patriarchal bullshit that says we can't be safe to be in that expression, that we're not allowed to have boundaries if we share our bodies. And yeah, it just feels so, so powerful to just be in, like, we can't fight this alone. Obviously, like, I know I give a fuck about this shit all the time, but when I'm just in my own little corner, like, isolated, it it can fall by the wayside. And I'm like, oh, I just need my people to keep the momentum going, to keep having, to keep feeling powerful enough to show up. Feeling powerful enough to show up. Yes, the support of community is so key. That's really a major intention of mine. We have a lot of fun in our classes and real talk that fun is fuel that fires us up and continues to inspire us as we put one foot in front of the of front of the other shifting paradigms and showing up to do the work that means the most to us. And that fuel ain't frivolous. It's life force. Its impacts reverberate. It has been truly the greatest gift to feel these seeds of intention blossoming in the experiences of the women who have joined this space. I hope this episode has inspired you to reflect on your relationship with taking up space and performance as power. If you're feeling the call to explore your pussy power through performance, join us for Pussy Empowered Dance Performance Class. It's a series of 10 weeks culminating in a performance at the next Pussy Empowered Party on June 11th. And it begins next week, the first week of April. Don't miss this life-changing experience Head to the show notes or to pussyempowered.com slash performance class to see all the details and sign up. 